The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio 680 WPTF and 98.5 FM. This is the Turning Your Life Around podcast, presented by 180 Counseling, hosted by founder Sarah Coates, a licensed clinical mental health counselor. In this podcast, Sarah and her team of therapists will dive deep into many topics on mental health care. Here's your host, Sarah Coates. Hello, welcome to the Turning Your Life Around podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Coates, and I'm joined today by our special guest, Jessica Nowadley, a licensed clinical social worker who specializes in perinatal mental health. Hi, Jessica. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So I know that one of your treatment areas specifically is working with women with postpartum depression and maternal wellness. And I'm so glad because I think this is a really relevant conversation to have. And I know a lot of our listeners probably have been or maybe will be affected by postpartum depression. And certainly all women in the maternal phases need special help with wellness. So thanks again for coming. Why don't you go ahead and talk to us a little bit about postpartum depression? So perinatal mental health is really the period all around birth. So it's really talking about pre-pregnancy, so from fertility issues and and, um, conception concerns, um, all the way to postpartum, balancing motherhood, just kind of the entire spectrum. So I really got into this field because I worked as a hospital case manager for about eight years, kind of worked on different units. And for the last five years before coming into this role, I worked on labor and delivery. And so I had the opportunity to work with several mamas across the spectrum, working on that perinatal field and just saw the effects of motherhood, postpartum depression, and other concerns that news to me came up before you even had a baby oftentimes. And then I personally experienced postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression after I had my daughter three years ago. And that really sparked my love for this population and wanting to help them. And so that's how it started. And now I work for 180 and I get to specialize and work with those mamas every day, which is such a blessing. Well, we are certainly excited to have you. And now you're in our Holly Springs location. I know there's lots of women and families in the Holly Springs area who are going to benefit from your specialization. So tell us a little bit more about what is postpartum depression? What are some symptoms that we can be on the lookout for? Postpartum depression really is the most common complication from childbirth. So as many as one in seven mothers and even one in 10 dads experience symptoms. But the term postpartum depression is a little bit misleading because depression is not the only thing that you can experience. And the postpartum period is not the only time that you can have those symptoms. So the term is rather common, but it really describes the emotional stress experienced after birth or during the perinatal period. Symptoms can begin while you're still pregnant. However, they typically show up within the first few weeks after you've delivered and any time within the first year. Symptoms are difficult to diagnose because they can be so unique for everyone and everyone's birth experience and motherhood experience is very different. But typical symptoms include depression, anxiety, some obsessive or compulsive symptoms, post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms, bipolar disorders, and even postpartum psychosis. So Jessica, how is postpartum depression different than just 
the baby blues. I've had two children myself, so I think we all experience some baby blues, but obviously some women experience something to a higher level. So what is the difference between the two? Baby blues is very common. It's really identifying that adjustment period after you've had a baby. You're dealing with hormonal changes, lack of sleep, all those things which naturally can make us more emotional. The baby blues really is something that's temporary. It lasts just one to three weeks after delivery. 70 to 80 percent of women experience mild symptoms including weepiness, mood swings, irritability, anxiety, and fatigue. It's really just a normal adjustment period. So when your symptoms don't go away or you notice you're having more bad days than good and honestly if you are just concerned about the symptoms that you're having or have questions about your mood it is worth asking. That's kind of the differentiation is baby blues will end, postpartum depression, is a little bit more severe and is often more ongoing until you receive treatment. So something you said earlier struck me that even the dads can experience postpartum depression. Tell us a little bit more about that. One in 10 dads can experience symptoms of depression. We often talk about the mother because we're the ones who become pregnant and birth the child, but dads go through an adjustment period too. And it can be really difficult to feel like you don't know what your role is. And the baby is often getting everything they need from mom, from her body, from her nurturing, all of that. And so dads can really experience this adjustment issue, which can lead to some depression and even some anxiety. As well. So I know that there are several reasons it may be difficult to recognize or admit to feeling depressed or anxious during pregnancy or postpartum. Can you touch on those a little bit? Moms are often really tired and overwhelmed during that adjustment period. Life with a newborn can be really stressful. So because of that, they may not even notice those symptoms. Additionally, moms might think it's normal and they're afraid that if they say something, they're going to be seen as complaining or like they just can't handle it. They may feel like it's a weakness and so they keep it to themselves. We also blame and shame ourselves, again, for not being able to handle it instead of recognizing that it's actually a medical condition and not at all a sign of failure. Symptoms and experiences are often unique for everyone, so it can make it difficult to identify. And it's important to mention, so there's no one cause to the perinatal mood disorders. It's often a combination of social, psychological, and physical stressors. So some of the risk factors include changes in hormone levels, your levels of estrogen and progesterone decrease sharply in the hours after childbirth and can trigger depression. A history of depression or other mental health, such as anxiety, those also can be a risk factor for having postpartum depression. Other emotional factors, so feelings of doubt about the pregnancy. Whether your pregnancy was planned or not, it can take time to adjust to the idea of having a new baby. Furthermore, parents who have a baby that's sick, who maybe needs some time in a neonatal intensive care unit, whose delivery didn't go as planned. Those kinds of unpredicted factors and emotional challenges, as well as a woman's self-esteem and how she deals with the stress, can certainly increase your risk of postpartum depression and can be difficult as well. So many women feel very tired after giving birth, especially if you had certain medications. Recovery can feel very, very groggy and make it difficult to feel that bond initially, which can often lead to feelings of guilt and shame. It can take weeks for women to regain her normal strength and energy. For women who've had their babies via cesarean birth, it can also take longer. And lastly, lifestyle factors can be a risk factor for perinatal mood disorders. Lack of support from others, stressful life events such as a recent death of a loved one, a family illness, delivering during a global pandemic, 
um, having limited visitors in the hospital, moving to a new city, all of those things can greatly increase the risk of postpartum depression. Let's talk about medications because I know I hear a lot in my therapy practice from women just concerns overall about medications during pregnancy, while breastfeeding, etc. So can you talk a little bit about that? So yes, a lot of women are afraid to take medications. They're afraid it will alter their ability to care for their child. They're afraid that their child will get the medication through the breast milk, and they're afraid of the side effects of that. My advice is if you need medication to function and be your best self, there's no shame or guilt in that. We recommend it, but above that, we recommend working with an informed provider. And when I say informed provider, I mean someone who's aware of perinatal mood disorders and who is also aware of what is truly recommended or not recommended for breastfeeding mothers. There are some really great resources out there that research has influenced to help us know what medications or even combination of medications are appropriate or not. So working with an informed provider who can prescribe you medication and help you weigh the benefits and the risks of the medication versus your symptoms of depression and anxiety. And then again, women who breastfeed do take medicine and it's okay. I'm one of those women who took medicine and breastfed, and my baby is wonderful. But really, it's a decision best made between the mom and the provider who is informed on the latest research about using medication during pregnancy and breastfeeding. For those listening, what should they do if they have questions or concerns regarding their mood or symptoms that they might be experiencing? If you have questions or concerns regarding your mood or symptoms, it's important to contact your pregnancy health care provider and share the symptoms you've been experiencing, don't wait until your next postpartum visit. So as knowledge of postpartum depression and perinatal mood disorders has increased, a lot of providers, including pediatricians, lactation consultants, in addition to your OBGYN, will screen for those mood disorders, but they're only happening at that one postpartum visit. And oftentimes women find symptoms show up after that visit. Um, So it's important to call your provider to share the symptoms that you've been having. You can also visit some really great resources online. Postpartum Support International, so PSI, is a fantastic organization that offers support groups online. They will link you with a therapist, such as myself, who specializes in perinatal mental health, as well as information for moms, dads, and anyone experiencing the effects of postpartum depression. This has been really great. I mean, I think this is some great information. I love that you are such a wealth of wisdom. So what are some final points you might want to share with the listeners, maybe some important final tips that you might want to share? I think above all, the most important thing to remember is you are not a failure. You have done nothing wrong if you experience symptoms of postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, or another perinatal mood disorder. You are simply a human who is adjusting to something really difficult. As we said, it doesn't always go as planned, and that can be really difficult to adjust to. So postpartum depression and other postpartum mood disorders, again, are the most common complication from childbirth. One in seven women experience symptoms. You are not alone, and there is hope. Well, thank you, and I'm, I'm thanking you for providing hope to so many women in the Holly Springs and Apex area. And if you're listening today and this resonates with you and you want to reach out and continue the conversation with Jessica, you can find her, again, in our Holly Springs office as well as several other maternal mental health providers practice-wide at 1-80counseling.com. Thanks for listening. 
You've been listening to the Turning Your Life Around podcast, presented by 180 Counseling, with five triangle locations to serve you. Learn more at 1-80counseling.com. This has been an exclusive presentation of News Radio 680 WPTF and 98.5 FM, a Curtis Media Group station.